You can have all the money in your hand All the possessions anyone can ever have But it's all worth your treasure True worth is only measured Not by what you got, but what you got in your heart You can have, you can have Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. 
Talk Radio with the best host in the biggie. Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. DeShay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to... This thing called love, get away from you Feel free right now, go do what you wanna do Can't let nobody take it away from you, from me, from we No time for moping around, are you kidding? And no time for negative vibes, cause I'm winning Taking spin a long week, I put in my heart in
Well, good evening, James, and uh, thank you for your time again to bringing this show uh, to the stage where we can voice our opinions and don't have to be worried about being muffled about what's going on. Um, you know, uh, you, spoke, you speak about this period, this period in time that we're living in, and yes, it is like a movie that uh, the script is still being written, though. Um, we uh, there's a lot still to be seen. Um, the there's a lot of fight still left in the characters that this movie is about. Um, the characters that this movie that this movie is written about. Uh, they have a lot of strength on their side. Uh, they got a lot of money. They got a lot of power on their side. Um, so there's a lot to be seen still. The most fascinating part to me is that it's happening in our lifetime. Um, you know, uh, not too long ago, um, my mother and, and her husband, died in the the late 90s, and they never had a chance to even hear about this black senator out out of Chicago that was soon to be uh, the first black president of the United States. They never got a chance to even hear of him. Uh, In a short time in in history, uh, all of that is trying to be erased. Um, We are headed and they, the 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 characters in this story are trying to lead us into a dark place in history again. Um, they're trying to uh, start up a revolution. Uh, it reminds me um, what it must have been like during the revolution of 1812 and any other revolution in in the world that we that we've heard and read of, where the opposition uh, gained power so much so that they felt they were able to start up a coup, a coup and take over the government. Now, as far-fetched as that sounds, when you look at the players and the and the script and the screenplay of this uh, this play that we're witnessing, um, it seems to have a still have enough life in it. Is there still enough fire in it to where on a day by day basis? <clears throat> We went our ideology of of good faith uh, seemed to have some momentum, and then two days out of the week they seemed to have momentum. That leads me to say that there there's still a lot of fight left in them because they they have a new tactic now, and it's the bully tactic. And the bully tactic has everybody afraid of their own shadow. They have them afraid to speak up and, and speak the truth. Because if you speak the truth, then people in power will tweet about you, and the the masses, and and I won't be gonna call them a cult here in a minute. The masses will side with the persons or persons that's doing the tweeting, and and, and therefore you will be bad mouthed. And so um, it's very strange, it's very bizarre, and but we are witnessing it in our lifetime. Thanks. But, D, one of the things I want you to look at, and I know we've been on this ride for over a year, 
and uh, we've seen the chaos that exists, but it's almost like there is no break. There is no way of slowing up. And one of the things is is that this surely tells us that there's somebody that is in charge that is greater than us and that we have to continue when, you know, Reverend Smith and, and Andre and everybody talks about praying and, and committing ourselves to prayer, it's because there is, the Bible continuously tells us how difficult it is for a rich man to make it to the kingdom of heaven. The Bible tells us about the uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. And this just is another Bible being written in a modern time. Here's a man who thought he could get away from his evilness, his malfeasance, and escape to a legitimate individual. Instead of staying in the shadows and remaining in his insignificance, he wanted to make it to the top and become a true reality of a heroic individual but refused to believe his past was going to catch up with him. He pointed his fingers at the Clinton Foundation only to get his own foundation in trouble. He pointed at the FBI only for the light to be brought to the fact that he he was this man who, who fooled around with porn stars. And so there it seems to be chaos and everywhere he turns and even when he does something decent water is thrown on his fire it gives a reality to what is going on in our world that similarly emulates some of the religious things that going on in the Bible of people who just wanted who allowed greed to take it, take advantage of their forethought, and so for this, in, in, this rich man to seemingly being at the pinnacle of being brought to his knees is going through a period where he can't find any relief. Everybody who's associated with him is being interrogated or being charged are being arrested. So, um, you know, we have to ask ourselves, how does he even sleep at night? Cheryl, how does he even sleep at night knowing that everybody around him is looking for a way uh, to flip the script? So as soon as they, the police come to them, they have to evaluate whether or not they're going to keep their mouths closed and wait for a pardon, or are they going to tell what they know in order not to spend no time in jail? Good evening, and how's everyone doing? I'm so sorry for joining in late. Um, I'm not sure if you sent us a um, a video on uh, um, a reading on this because I've only gotten the last part of what you were saying. 
and I'm not sure um, the first part or who you were talking about, and not well, quite. Well, Paul Manafort, Paul Manafort, who was a campaign chairman for Donald Trump, has now been put in jail. Uh, he was out on bail, but he was calling and getting involved with witnesses and tampering with uh, with them in a way that might change their conversation with the FBI. So I was just saying that this play is playing out like a manuscript for a movie where this man dared to get himself involved in politics knowing what his task was like, and he brought people with him who had some issues. So every, all around him, people are falling, being indicted, uh, being questioned, and uh, likely being prosecuted. And so every time he does something decent, like uh, have this summit, and hopefully it's going to come out okay, you just wonder how he sleeps at night knowing that people are looking for the opportunity to bring him down. Wow. I didn't know all of this was going on in a short period of time. Um, oh, the conversation meaning. Um, hmm. You know, if we not haven't noticed, and I mean I know everybody been knowing we have some crafty situations that's been going on, um, especially since we have um, our latest president in office. And just like, you know, we've been saying, this is the time of exposure. So, and I don't know what made him think that he can persuade or he can change the um, the outcome of his situation by contacting those that were involved to change their story. And, you know, although this is publicized, this is these things happen all the time, every day. But being on such a um, high-profile scale, you know, this is something that's brought to our attention. And me, myself, whatever has to be done to bring it to justice, I hope we see justice well served. You know, but, and, and Cheryl, but one of the things that we all want, you know, those of us who try to live a moral existence and who try to be fair to people and try to stay on the right side of the law, sometimes we get um, apathetic or we get, uh, we get, um, I guess we we get afraid or un, unsure of that the rules really work, and so you a lot of times you see people who refuse to abide by the rules get the benefit of accumulating large portions. So D, when we look at it, I always believe that I don't care. I have a fear of doing uh, crossing the line because I know that there's a future rep, a repercussion that can take place. 
So here we have a president who has all his life played foot fancy free and foot loose with the line of justice, and he thought he could put himself on this type stage and not have those things come to haunt him. I mean, so it's it's interesting to look at this situation realizing that there are some dues to be paid, and uh, it's coming along a lot faster than, than somebody people might think. But, James, uh, you know, I got to paint a picture for you. Um, you spoke about uh, the right and the wrong and the goodness and, and the evil. And the goodness that we all rely upon to to stand fast and to be stand to be stand ready to alleviate any woes that we encounter in life. Uh, you spoke about the Bible, how we rely on the Scripture to be the the entity or the the, the physical. Uh, Thing that we can turn to to justify any wrong that's been done to us. Okay, now we're we're dealing with a political issue, and politicians rely on the Constitution to be that same rightness to 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 be a justification for any wrong that's done us, we the people. Now. The problem is that we got an entity or we got a person in office that can cut all that off. He can stop the investigation today. He can. At the risk of us having a constitutional crisis, that would happen, but he don't care. See, you, it's just like a person who's not afraid to die. If you're not afraid to die, then you don't care about nothing. So he don't care about us going into a constitutional crisis. That, uh, you know, and, and we got to look at this other picture. The other picture is, you know, how long have you all known about the alt-right movement? Not very long. See, we don't know how long they've been indulging in these back channels. They used Obama and anything that was pro-us. Or, or democratic or, or democratic ideology, they use that as a tool, as a, as a, as a carrot in front of the horse. And so, so we don't know how long they've been stirring up this fire. But I, I implore you all, please go and put up any recordings of Rush Limbaugh. See, he's been doing this for thirty years, and he's just one guy. They've been doing this for long, a very, very long time. And I'm telling you. That's you know when you pose these questions, James. That's what makes me believe that white America or some segment of white America has a vested interest in this idea. I believe that in these back channels that have been going on even before we became acquainted with this, they have enticed white America to invest in this because that's why they don't care what he does. They must have a vested interest in this new idea. And this new idea does not include Jews. It do not include Mexicans. 
It do not include Muslims. It do not include gays. It includes them. So that's why I say the movie is just part one. This is just only part one. Now, the fact that he can stop this investigation tomorrow, that will shock you. Because he can. He can stop it. He can fire everybody and put a puppet in there to appease the the situation. But he can stop you know, and I got to miss I got to miss Audrey some credit from last week. When we were talking about the summit between him and and and, and, and Jung Un, you know, she said that they seem to get along. They seem to they they seem to know one another. I've been hearing all day for the past couple of days that he liked Tyron. He loved Tyron. That's why he's so in love with Vladimir Putin, and 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 the king or the the chairman over there in China. They have they have an ideology that they like each other like that. So it has nothing to do with our Constitution, our rights. You know, if they can burn all these books today, where we won't have no history of what it is that we believe in, then they would. And it reminds me of Nazi Germany. It really does. Stay tuned. Thank you. But, gee, this is my issue. This man seemingly is caught up in a in a belief that does not allow him to see the destruction of his wife, his son, his family, or the legacy that he once had. You know, he surely should have stayed where he was, where he was a a part of a a mega existence created with his television show and his real estate. And that fantasy world that people thought he was great. Now that he's on this stage, everybody and his brother is looking to find something that is going to completely destroy him. And he is helping them by making statements that are so bizarre. Today uh, he said that I've talked about him and how much his people praise him and how he wished his people would praise him in a similar fashion. You know, what kind of idiot makes that kind of statement? Can you imagine if Barack Obama had praised Kim and Putin and these other people and talked about how Americans uh, should stand up at attention uh, when he comes into a room? They would have been able, willing to ready and prepared to lynch him. It is obvious to me that Barack Obama must have been so crystal clean with everything that he did that they they didn't even, you know, the little they tried to find wasn't enough to talk about because this man lays eggs of destruction everywhere he goes. And I truly don't see him lasting another four years at the rate that people are being thrown in jail or brought to uh, brought up on charges. Uh, Cheryl, this man has talked about um, the present uh, Manafort, talking about, well, he did these things 10 and 12 years ago. Not realizing when you build your life on the uh, on criminal activity, 
it follows you. You can't get away from it. So when Manafort brought himself on this stage, he allowed people to look beyond yesterday into his past. And now both his past and the president's past is coming to haunt them. Wow. I'm listening to y'all and getting more and more educated on this. Um, But as you say that this has been going on for years and years, and here again I say, you know, this is the time of exposure. But who really thinks that they can get away with this forever? And you know, just like, you know, listening to the conversation and everything. And I guess he really did think that this was something that, and I guess had been getting away with it for a while. But, um, again, I say, you know, we can never continue to get away with any of the things that we do and nothing of this magnitude. It would definitely come um, to surface at some time. And, I don't, you know, and I can't, I can't begin to understand the minds of those who do the things that they do on a daily basis and continuously do them and believe that they'll get away with it, you know, forever. And, I mean, this is impossible, it's ridiculous, it's not realistic, but from, you know, just what I'm listening to, is though this person really believed that he could. He could get away with it. And, you know, that's just like sweeping um, stuff under the rug and thinking that you can, you can walk out and not stumble over this. And eventually the hill gets so high till you can't walk straight ahead. You're going to definitely fall over this rug because of all of this stuff that has been piled under it for years and years and it's going to have to be some house cleaning and that means uncovered and unsurfaced and sought out and when being sought out that means that a lot of things is going to come to light and you know even with this conversation we think that we know everything there's probably a whole lot more that's going to be uncovered that it's going to blow the minds of a lot of people. Uh, Joyce, we are, you know, we've been waiting for over a year for the other foot, other shoe to fall. And this, this is not the other, we haven't gotten to the other shoe just yet. You know, but every time you turn around, Joyce, a little boy and a little more is, is happening. Now, you know that Paul Manafort can't be sitting in that jail um, just uh, feeling like he's going to be okay, that that jail is going to um, create a, a, a lot of anxiety in his thinking related to whether or not he's going to be able to keep his mouth closed or not. Good afternoon, everybody. Oh, he's in shock because he didn't think he, he was going to even go to jail. That's how some she told him right then and there. You give your wallet and your and your watch to your wife because you're not going back home, sweetie. You're going to jail today. Now, don't get me wrong. Believe me, Trump knew exactly what his resume was all about. That's why he hired him. 
and that's why he came on board. One crook, it take a crook to know a crook, and you believe me, he is scared, and Trump's about to be shaking in his boots, too, because he's getting closer. Well, that's how come he got this, this nut case, like Giuliani, going out there trying to put all these crazy ideas in people's minds, but I'm hoping that they're smarter than what it is that they think that the American people are. What I really kind of hate, and I don't know whether or not anybody picked up on it, and I'm sure you did, James, did you hear him say that? Uh, they questioned why he liked uh, Kung Kung Young so much, and he said that he loved the way that he controlled his people, and that's the way that he wanted to control his people here in the United States. In other words, he wanted to be a dictator just like him. <laughs> and I'm surprised yeah. that the news are not blasting that because that's showing who he is, and that's showing the, the type of mentality and what he's all about. He's saying that he want to control the people and tell them what to do, how to do. And as a matter of fact, he's doing that to Congress. But then they need to take notice. I didn't know whether or not everybody picked up on that because the news sure has not been pinpointing that. I heard that early this morning on CNBC, and I was just stunned that he would even say that yeah, out of his mouth. He said it with CNN, pride. CNN. Yeah, a little bit of it was on CNN. Right, that's where I called it. I called it. Uh, but my 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 take is that the way that he said it. He's saying it with finesse, like, uh, yeah, that's the way he controlled, and that's the way I want to control things here in the United States. But it's not going to work. That's not a free country. That's what they're trying to say. Those people have no voice, and he's saying that he didn't see anything wrong with it. Now we got to go there. But if people don't wake up. This is where we move. Uh, the United States and America, the way that we know it, is going to be totally different. We cannot let that happen. I just believe it's another Watergate. I just see it as we are seeing these pieces coming together. Uh, they are being uh, attacked by multiple jurisdictions. Uh, here's, here's, um, there. Yesterday they were. They started the going after his foundation and after his children uh, and putting them on, uh, suing them for millions of dollars. And it just, it just seems like, you know, things are falling apart all around this man. His wife is almost invisible now. Um, his son is in, his youngest son is invisible. Uh, this man is should have just laid back into shadows and remained doing what he was doing. And I know you said in the very beginning, D, that you didn't think he even wanted to win. Well, he should have withdrawn because the mess he's created after a couple of years, it is going to get worse. Uh, every year it's getting worse. I mean, you now have somebody who is literally – in jail, locked up, waiting to be sentenced because they have more things on him uh, than he is able to uh, justify. Uh, you spoke about his kids and his wife and how he should go back to them or he should have stayed with them. But, you know, uh, you know, it, when you, when you li- listen to him talk and – and we've seen how he done, how he has done business in the, in the past, uh, and Trump University and all that. He's a failure. He's he he was on the skid downward. So, 
you know, so he had nothing. Uh, uh, his wife and 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 the, and the younger baby and the younger kid that he has, they are collateral damage. He will lose them. He will lose them to try to obtain what he once had. Okay, that's right. So that's why, so that's why he has all these players of sleeves that has contacts all over the world on how to do sleeves. You know, uh, I heard not too long ago that the Saudi. Uh, the Saudis might have had a, a vested interest in him being president, along with Russia. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so so when we talk about uh, when we talk about Paul Manafort being in jail, man, after JFK, anything is possible. Okay, mm-hmm. they uh, they can send somebody in there to kill him in jail. Yeah. Okay. So we've been there. We we we've seen this movie before. So just stay tuned. Don't bust the champagne yet. I thought we would have a steak dinner, but uh, it's still it's still early in the game. That's, Just that's right. And, and pay attention. Thank you. But, you know, um, the reality is, Carol, as we go through this process, it lets us know how biblically our Bible is still valid. Uh, you know, the things that you do in the dark will come to the light. Uh, the fact that you are, uh, you know, that that you can say that this man is a wolf in sheep's clothing, uh, somehow, uh, you know, him using a religion as a means of justifying his presidency, where we know that he don't know nothing about the Bible, it's never we we don't see any talk of him uh, about his religious his religious beliefs. Right now, you know he ain't going to church. He not he's not uh, focusing on God. But then you got people around him trying to justify ripping babies from their their mothers uh, because of uh, religion. And so they are still using religion as a means uh, to cover up the dirt that uh, that they are doing. Well, you know that's not to use. As they escape um, Goat Not um, in the way that it should be used And you know We live those days According to the word We live those days right now Um, So so This situation Word um, The only thing is Is like the word is Twisted To fit the use and, you know, and a lot of people who do wrong use the word and twist it to fit their wrongdoing. But we already know that there's no wrong word itself. So, um, and, you know, and I was listening to um, Joyce, and I think I just ran across something. Um, just when she was saying something on um, AOL that Trump says that America's should get up at attention, you know, um, think that, you know, just like Joyce was talking about, you know, who do he really think that we are? And he wants this more of a dictatorship opposed to, you know, um, a democracy. And the rate that he's going, I mean, and he's putting everything in 
So when he and I, and it could be Joyce again, and I'm not sure who, but putting everything in place. So when he's not in office, this is all his personal gain for right now. But um, you know, politics is not um, definitely not, and a lot of them are not living according to the word because that's what you really was talking about, and and it's not. It's only used for their own personal gain, and it's very twisted. The word is twisted, but the word never changes. It never changes for no wrongdoing at all. So um, I guess that's my comment on that. Uh, Andre, we see ourselves, uh, as I said initially, going through uh, this movie-like experience where people are falling at uh, everywhere you look. Uh, there are people surrounding, who surround Trump on either side that are finding themselves in uh, criminal activity and are looking at jail time. And so these people who are prosecuting them are very smart. They've been doing this for a long time. And a lot of them will look to build their careers on finding the piece of the puzzle that will bring his administration down. And uh, they want that more so than anything else. Uh, I don't see how he can survive over the next two years with all these pieces being brought to task like this. Well, fantastic Friday to everyone. And, James, I'm going to have to uh, just listen. I'm in a grocery store, so uh, let me just listen. And uh, if I leave out, I'll thank you and let you know that I can stay. Thank you. All right. Uh, Tammy, what what are your thoughts as you hear the news and all these things that are being broadcast related to his inner his inner sanctum are uh, being taken apart piece by piece? You know, I just joined the conversation, and I guess I'm just trying to catch up and listen. Um, I, can you just tell me again what your question was? Well, you know Paul Manafort was put in jail uh, for messing with witnesses who was the chairman of um, of Donald Trump's uh, campaign. And what we see is a lot of these people who were involved with Donald Trump find themselves under investigation and are brought to task. And at some point, there are going to be people who are unwilling uh, to go to jail for the things that they know, and they're not going to keep them silent. So I was initially saying everything that we see is playing out like a movie, and we have to really appreciate what, Barack Obama and Michelle brought to the table because none of this was taking place in their administration. I mean, none of the players that were closely related to them were being brought uh, in the court and placed in jail. So now we have to wonder at what point does all of this related to Donald Trump just fall apart? Well, you know, there's an old saying that says, when the log rolls over, we all will drown. 
And so I think that a lot of people that were are associated with Donald Trump, I guess President Trump, I'll give him that. He is the president, whether no matter what our thoughts are. But a lot of people associated with the president, I think, thought that he was untouchable. You know, people that have money and sit in high places sometimes, you know, think that that's all they need and that that will save them. But I think that we are seeing, you know, as this story plays out that, you know, if the log rolls over, other people will start to drown. And to your point, I do think that more people will start to, to – they'll start to talk. I think that people will start to, um, in the event the cabin loses pressure, secure your own mask first. I think that some people might start yes. to secure their own mask. And the sad thing is, is that we we thought that Watergate would have sent the message about how terrible life can be when you try to uh, put your own desires over the Constitution and over the law. Uh, we this is a this is serious business, and it is not for people who think they are above the law. And Donald Trump truly somehow made himself believe uh, that all the things that he had done in the past wouldn't come to light. And he found him, he's finding himself trying to figure out in what direction to go. And D, it seems like to me, there is no way, um, let me go to Joyce, there just doesn't seem any path for him to get this behind him. Well, don't count him out. He's slick. And uh, he's still got a lot of stupid people that uh, follow his lead and still want to stay in power, so they're willing to do anything, lie. Look at Mr. Nunes. He'll come out and say whatever it is that he needs to say. They want to stay and keep their power for when the election time comes. They know that Trump got the ticket to that's rolling right now, and they'll stay on that ticket as long as until it starts falling apart. Now, don't get me wrong that uh, justice will prevail, and I think that's why a lot of people don't want to be associated and be on that train with him. So what's going to happen, I think, it's according to how uh, this manifold uh, deal goes down, because if he has the power to really uh, pardon him, but he, he's not able to pardon him uh, out of the state of New York. So there's, that's going to be the tricky part. So if they can hold him to the fire and let him start spilling his gut and let Cohen start spilling his gut, that means his empire will fall. Now, what happened to Trump was that, no, he didn't want to win, and he was shocked that he did win. But he got hooked, he got hooked up in the power, power. See, it's all about power, and it's all about winning to him by any means necessary. It's the thrill of the game. Have you heard of the thrill of the, the thrill of the deal or whatever his book is? Well, with him, it's the thrill of the deal. If he could do the deal just to win, that's all he wanted. You know, he didn't care nothing about running a presidency or running in this country, you see. But now that he bought into it and it's hurting his, and everybody's looking at his pocketbook and it's going to uh, have something to do with his future, so he's scared to death. So he's going to play his hand out to the end, and hopefully uh, we'll just see how it works out, you know, because people got a way of twisting the law sometimes to do whatever they want in their favor. We just hope that they do not go down his path. And let's just pray for that. I, I, I'm understanding, D, that, you know, Pence may be his only hope, but I don't know if even Pence will be uh, willing 
uh, to sacrifice himself uh, to give the president a pardon if all of this stuff falls out uh, as it's going right now. We are seeing a lot of people facing a lot of different charges, and all the, you know, you now even got New York getting into it by uh, uh, bringing a lawsuit against his foundation. And none of this stuff is looking very good right now. Well, I think the uh, the state of New York uh, did exactly what they were supposed to do uh, because my understanding is uh, if they hold his dealings on a state level as opposed to a federal level, then he can't uh, he can't touch them. He can't touch the state level when it comes down to the implication that that he's been charged with. If if everything is uh, in a federal level, then he has all powers in that way. Uh, that's why he went after the state of New York when he first became uh, president. The the uh, the attorney general in the state of the, in the southern district where all Trump towers and all his businesses are, he went after that guy uh, and, and actually fired him. Okay, now um, you know um, we have to look at it. Um, I think as as like a forest fire. You know, we hear about these forest fires in California where millions and millions of acres are being burned. Well, after the fire is out, then everything is charged. And I think that's how things are going to be uh, after this administration. Surely we do believe that uh, there's not an, another four-year term in, 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 in store for him. However, uh, the damage that will have been done will be a lingering uh, situation yeah. uh, in that. In that, uh, the Democrats or whomever is, uh, is looking to bring us to back to some kind of normalcy have to have their game together. Um, you know, we are still talking about anti-Trump and this and and all his dealings and dirt, uh, but there is no better message still, which which goes to say that you know for the next person to come in, uh, how are you? How are they going to convince? That us that they will be any different, and so um, you know I, I'm looking for that. But um, uh, stay tuned. Again, uh, there's more to come. Thanks. It is interesting that again, you know, the moment he does something that suggests that could bring him a lot of positive news, then Paul Manafort gets placed in jail. Certainly, there has to be some fire. This is not smoke anymore, Regina. Uh, Putting a person behind bars is beyond smoke. Uh, You know, and when he continues to say uh, that the FBI or these different uh, departments are on a witch hunt, uh, you know, these people don't get paid to put people in jail unnecessarily. There has to be something that suggests that they have broken laws. Are you there, Regina? Yes, I'm here. So what do you think about Paul Manafort being put in jail for witness tampering. 
Um, to be very honest with you, did it happen today? Yeah, it happened to, uh, today. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to go in and look at it. Um, to be very honest with you, there was so much going on this week with this um this this Trump situation and I don't even know if I can call it a presidency, but this Trump drama that I'm just I think I'm just really behind times. If you can actually believe that I am behind time. The last thing I saw he was meeting with the Chinese man and then the next day, somebody called somebody a liar. And then I just got confused after. And I believe that this is by design. I, I really do. The only people who are really tracing every single thing that happens with their foolery, I mean, I don't know. So I can't intelligently answer that question. I'm sorry, James. But I'm enjoying learning from you guys. Well, obviously. Well, obviously, you know, you have to give credit where credit is due. And if he's able to pull off North Korea disarming arming themselves, that would speak a lot for his administration. But the fact is is that all around him is falling apart. You know, you have to be honest about what is going on. His wife seems to have disappeared. Uh, she may have shown up maybe once. His uh, never appears uh, in anything, which is understandable. Maybe he's protecting him. His children, uh, his adult children, uh, seem to just uh, be in a, a, a chaotic state where they don't know where they're going. His daughter or his son or his is. Son-in-law, so it is. Um, I just see it as a movie-type setting where every time we turn around, we're being caught off guard by what is taking place, and that these people just were unaware of the mess that they were getting themselves into. Uh, you have to understand that this is one of the biggest stages that exists, and if you don't have your ducks in order, and that's why I think we ought to really appreciate uh, what we had, the eight years of Barack Obama and Michelle and his daughter and his uh, mother-in-law, was that you you didn't have this coming out every week. You didn't have every day another shoe falling and the president looking like, uh, he might be headed to jail. But right now we're in a position where every time we turn around, somebody is giving, uh, talking about something that is really close to the president that is involved with criminal activity. Uh, so, George, you know, I don't see if he might, he may not very well make it over the next two years. Well, it's going to take a while for them to uh, to bring him down because he's fighting it. It seems like to me, every he's he's 
plugging up every hole that they open up. He he, and plus what the ideas that he's putting into to uh, people's minds. Plus he's he's making you go in a different direction by doing uh, stupid stuff and by doing things that uh, are outraged, like separating kids and their their parents. You know, these are the things that he have you to focus on and to try to forget what he's really all about. But uh, hopefully enough, and we just have to pray that Mueller just stay on the case, that they don't try to get rid of him, which I'm assuming they're going to really try hard now that uh, they have Manafort uh, imprisonment. But they're going to really try to discredit him and dismantle him. What I can understand is that, you know, uh, and all of this is it's the way the scripture is written for things to go the way that they are. But you have all these people who made foolish mistakes and did not take their job seriously. You're looking at the FBI people who, who communicated the way that they did to hurt Hillary. You got Comey to come in at the last minute within 10 days to, to open up investigation and come to find out he, he's trying to say that he didn't know that uh, Sweeney and uh, her, her assistant and wife. You got all these things that came into play that they tried to stop Hillary, but they what, what they was doing was putting him, giving him a mold. A, a roadmap to presidency And all of this is just You know all these people made those Crucial mistakes where You know to me you never did take your job Serious I'm looking at the FBI Guy you know you getting drunk Turning a flip your, your gun Go off and you, you could have really killed the guy Instead of just hitting him in the leg You know I think A lot of these jobs they Just given to people and they don't know how To react in them and don't take their job Seriously because if they did, I don't think uh, our situation would be what it is to this day. You know, I, I really don't. Because Congress should have shut him down a long time ago or put him in place and showed him this guy has no respect for the law. He has he has uh, re- rewritten every every law there is. He has questioned both of the, the legal system at its best. Everything is at a strain under his uh, directorship. So um, I'm just we just have to pray that it, it, it winds up going the way that we say it is. Sometimes when things look too easy, James, and you think this is an easy road, this dude is slick. He's slick. He'll let anybody fall to save his high. Look what has happened. All these people going to jail lost their jobs, and most of them can't get another good job because they've been associated with him. Everybody getting the dirt, and everybody getting, and he comes out unscathed. It's unreal, unbelievable. Well, Joyce, I have to tell you that I'm, I just truly believe that none of these men are going to be willing to go to jail for Donald Trump without spilling the beans. And it, it just, we believe that something is going to take place that is going to really make us just shake our heads at how far we've gone uh, in this chaos. Uh, when you sit and you watch uh, how so many people were available uh, to do this job and to uh, who were a part of the system already that white America chose to select a man they know had issues. It wasn't the fact that they didn't know. They were very much aware of the issues that this man had. So, uh, Tammy, it is just, as far as I'm concerned, a lot of what we're going through 
is lies on the shoulder of white America who just wanted to replace Barack Obama with somebody that was ill-prepared to do the job. Yeah, I I agree. The main goal was to make sure that there was a Republican president after Barack Obama. Um, There was now even, I think, that a lot of the Republicans that are in office now understand and know and probably agree with a lot of the people that oppose Trump, but they've already moved on to what happens after Trump. They're laying their foundation and their groundwork for what to do after him. And so it's not so much that they're signing on with him. They're just going along to get along because they're already into the next administration. Yeah, it's hard to believe uh, that anybody associated with him, uh, when all this is finally said and done, will survive. Uh, I looked at um, Paul Ryan, and I just see he looked like a shell of a man. Paul Ryan at one point was one of the strongest leaders in uh, in Washington, and now that he's not going to run again, he just looks like a, a sad individual. I'm not sure what place he'll have in history uh, because right now he just looks like someone who has no credibility after he has uh, found himself in this position. And it's sad to see him like that, D. I mean, this man once was thought of as, one of the next presidents who had a lot of moral values, uh, but now it has been reduced to a shell of an individual. Well, you know, you're absolutely right. Um, Paul Ryan was was actually viewed as being one of the strong candidates for the Republican Party. Uh, But, um, of course, he, um, he slid down the funnel of uh of popularity and uh and here's the results thereof but i want to i want to uh, my my last time time up i forgot to mention um how um donald trump is surviving all of this um uh, and uh they're using uh, a well thought out countermeasure a well thought out countermeasure to counter any uh, thing that may come up at, in, uh, to his disadvantage. Uh, one of those kind of measures uh, is the implementation of the belief of the deep state. You know, we've always thought, uh, we've always heard, uh, we've always believed that there was a undercover, uh, under society that was actually trying to uh, actually run in the, the government. Uh, we've always heard of uh, uh, skulls and bones and. We've heard that um, certain presidents was a part of that fraternity or whatever it is. So uh, he has taken that narrative and made some uh, some validity to it. Um, now, so when it comes down to Paul Manafort being in, uh, incarcerated and being charged, uh, the belief uh, that there's a, a deep state behind all of this will kind of uh, nullify uh, any uh, any realization that. Uh, that we could use to to have some kind of indictment toward him. So uh, and so, uh, you know, I, again, I, I have to uh, encourage you all to. I don't know if you ever done it, but you got to listen to Rush Limbaugh. 
if you can stomach the the rhetoric that he spews out and has done so for 25, 30 years. Uh, he's one of the strongest voices behind this movement. Um, they they do not uh, talk about things that that are important. They talk about things that they want their ignorant base to believe in. Um, you know, um, um, the vice president went to the Southern National Convention, uh, Christian Convention, uh, uh, this past weekend and spoke. And uh, after uh, he kind of intertwined uh, that event and and spoke uh, about um, the president meeting with the Korean leader and all of that. And shortly after that, the the Christian Southern Christian Leadership uh, Committee and president came on the air and said, "Look, we're going to separate ourselves from politics." Um, uh, they quickly said that uh, from now here on out, we want to be known as being. Uh, involved with with the gospel and nothing else. So their time has come. Uh, but uh, stay tuned again. Thank you. And the realization of what you're saying is how quiet these religious leaders have been uh, since Donald Trump is going through this massive uh, set of circumstances. A lot of them are not coming to support him at all. Uh, because they see uh, they see the pieces to the puzzle coming together, and that he is going to be found. I know you all think he's slick, but just like he lost uh, with Donald Trump's um, university, and the fact that his foundation may uh, also go the same way. Things are not going in his direction, and I don't think polling uh, is going to continue to go in favorable to him as these pieces start falling apart. So, Andre, I know that you have suggested uh, that people are gathering, that he's gathering momentum, but now that uh, Manafort is in jail, and these people are serious. You got to understand, some of these people are thinking about building their careers on making Donald Trump fall. Yeah, and in the midst of all of that, you really don't have an outcry. You really don't. And you have to ask yourself, uh, why isn't that the case? Uh, People, you know, sometimes when bullies are uh, in control, it's the mindset. People are worried about the mindset. Um, one of the callers was accurate, and people looking to the future of what the future uh, political arena will look like. And with that being said, um, they want to make sure that, that his reach is, is not where that they can really bring them down in the meantime. I was so glad to see that Ron Howard actually um, tweeted or Facebooked or something um, and asked the question, well, Help me to understand when was America so great that you're talking about? And, you know, it was interesting to see some of the responses back uh, when you talk about make America great again, because we all know that that was a code, and it is a code. And, um, you know, people are starting to speak out, and that's what we all have to do, not just sit back and and, and see how, you know, what's going to land on the wall. in the meantime, what are we doing to express our, our concern, 
our values. Again, we have an opportunity to call our state representatives, our congressmen, and making sure that we are involved in upcoming election in our local uh, areas. Each time I see that there's primaries going on, uh, it's interesting to me to see how close races are and, uh, you know, what stance and what position they're taking. So that's what we have to do. We really have to be involved and make sure that we're we're taking action as much as we possibly can and not just sitting by the wayside and uh, wishing that something would go right. Yeah, you know, it is so disheartening, Audrey, uh, to look and see the news and hear about our country doing that you didn't think were possible uh, a few years ago. Uh, the thought that we could be housing children in old Walmart stores or housing them in uh, tents, it seems so unlikely who we suggest that we are, uh, uh, it, it's just unbelievable. Uh, we want to believe or we have thought of ourselves as being the, Morris, the, the, the moral compass, Cheryl, uh, that we were always going to take the high ground related to the decisions we made. But certainly uh, Donald Trump could care less about how he is viewed related to morality. You know, the more and more um, you talk about this man, um, and as we've been on um, here, I've listened and I've also read up, um, was looking at some of his tweets. And, you know, he has put... um, He's trying to blame everybody for everything, but not only that, he's also um, trying to call out other people as criminals. So you know how that goes. It says, you keep your eyes off of me, so I'm going to gear you toward others. And, I mean, he's still talking about, you know, President Obama and Hillary Clinton, you know, and especially Hillary Clinton using her as being a criminal. And it's like, you know, go after these criminals. And these are tweets that he is so periodically making, but that does not mean that we're going to take our eyes off of you or what you're doing is not going to be exposed. You know, others may be looked at, and some others that he mentioned may not be even ones who have done anything at all, but it's always throw the rock and hide my hands. I haven't did nothing. Look at them. You know, that kind of thing. And that seems to be the way that he he's handling a lot of the situations that's going on. You know, and again, I'm, I'm going back to this, um, to this meeting that he had. Um, you know, he think that we're supposed to, like, listen, listen to him as though we are children. But um, his time is coming. His time is coming. It's only been for a while. This time is just for us to wake up and to see what's all that's been going on around us and to make us be able to choose different directions, do better in the things that we're doing. It's allowed us 
and not only that, to talk about a lot of the things that's going on that we may not have talked about. But um, he will soon be exposed for just exactly who he is. And very, very soon, I see it coming. All right, guys, we're going to go to our break and come back and give everyone an opportunity to have their final word. It is so important that we stay on top of what is going on around us so that we can make sure uh, that we take the necessary steps uh, to let everyone know what we're thinking and the direction we want our country to go in. We'll be right back after this break. the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Uh, guys, we are 
at the end of another show. Tomorrow we'll be here at 8 p.m. Eastern time so that we can continue our conversation on a host of different topics. But we just want to get your final word on what's going you believe or think about today. Cheryl, what is your final thoughts today? Cheryl, are you there? Oh yeah, I'm here. I didn't know I didn't hear my name. Um very, what very What are your final thoughts today? Very, very interesting um conversation. Um we definitely do have to stay on top of a lot of the news, not make it where we are consumed with it, but really be on guard for a lot of things that is happening, um, to continue to do our part at our local levels so that we can make a difference in who we elect in office and who is representing us and also um, doing what we need to do to keep those that's in office accountable for us. So whatever we do, we can always do more. All right. Um, Andre, uh, what are your final thoughts this evening? I think Cheryl said it very well, and uh, I guess if we have to, if I had to add anything else to what she said, I would just say, you know, let us not be discouraged on how things look and how things appear. We really know who has the ultimate control of all things, but in the meantime, we are human and we have a responsibility and duty to take action within our community. So let's continue to be blessed and know that we have the victory. All right, and I do believe that I'm starting to now get over my fear because I know that there seems to be a larger uh, individual or a larger person in charge uh, because things are really coming uh, together and falling apart. Um, Joyce, what are your final thoughts this evening? Uh, I'd just like to piggyback on what was said by Cheryl and Andre, which is true. And what we all have to do is keep our eyes on the prize and stay focused, you know, because uh, things are happening. Don't be deceived about just uh, a lot of hot air. Make sure that we listen, uh, you know, and your new source is your right source. Believe me, it's not a, it's not a witch hunt and it's not fake news. Believe me, that's what news is all about, to bring it to you straight and buy it, unbiased. Thank you. Uh, Tammy, your final thought this evening? Yeah, I would say um, I agree with everyone else. You know, knowledge is power. I think that what we can do in our communities and how we can educate and empower and inspire people in our communities and get and get our young people on board, get them to pay attention that a lot of what happens is going to affect them maybe a lot more than us because, you know, I don't know the ages and stages of everybody in the group. But, you know, young people, a lot of this that happens is going to affect them a lot longer. It's affecting them and their children. And so they need to get educated and, and understand and realize that their votes do count. So their local midterm elections, where they're voting their, their senators and their congressmen and the judges and, and their law enforcement officers are very, very important. And it starts there in order to even reach the top. So we could just empower and inspire our communities and get our young people involved. You know, I would say that, you know, we've got to always be on top of that. That is so true. Uh, Regina, your final thought this evening. Uh, let's see. Who has said whatever we're doing, we can always do more? 
That's Cheryl. Yeah, just like, okay, Cheryl, I'd just like to to repeat that whatever we're doing, we're always doing more. And um, I'd like to ask that in addition to paying attention to national news, let's um, let's let's focus, give some focus on on local local news. Because my goodness, if you get behind the scenes of these local elections, you'll see that there's just as much going on in these local elections as there are in as there is in the um national and the local elections affect you more. It is it is absolutely Let me just ask you because I did again I did hear about uh you all had a real strong a Republican person uh, vying for governor. Is there any chance that a Democrat uh, may be able to uh, to raise a fight or uh, bring up a a some um, resistance uh, for that yes, uh, Republican? Uh, go- okay. Yes, it is. Yes, is it, it is. A new, is, is it a newcomer or is it somebody? Uh, uh, from uh, already involved in the organization. He's already involved in the organization, and the the strong um, Republican candidate, who is um, the current governor, he is not as strong as he thought he was. That's why there's a runoff between him and this other Republican, who is a known uh, Klansman, and so. Now we have to get the incumbent governor elected on the Republican side because our Democrat can definitely beat him. But it will be hard to beat the um, Republican person who's a Ku Klux Klansman because they're going to come out of the woodwork to elect him. So that's why I'm saying things that are, um, gosh, the behind-the-scenes things, oh, my goodness, it's horrible. Well, we want you to keep us abreast of how that's playing out. And we would, uh, because I did hear about um, the uh, strength of the Republican um, nominee or or, or person who's running. And did you hear where um, uh, was um, President Trump sent a tweet about Mark Sanford, who was our governor who ran off with his girlfriend, and he was our he was in Congress, and just on the word of President Trump, uh, uh, tweet that man lost his congressional seat. Whoa! <laughs> All right. Well, listen, everybody, I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. Uh, remember, as always, I appreciate your support, and I look forward to you being here because without you, we don't have the kind of show we want. We want to have a show where all voices are heard loud and clear without interruption. Father. Your children and know the 
the road And teach them To love one another That heaven might find 